the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, thanks for tuning in to Simply for Women. I'm your host, Jennifer Jackson, and today is going to be a great show because we're going to talk about prayer, the prayers that change everything. You're going to listen in to a lesson that was taught at Deeper Life at the Church Next Door. That's the name of our church. It's the Church Next Door on the west side of Columbus, Ohio, and I'm talking about prayers that change everything. And so today we're going to look at how we need to be intentional to build our prayer life. And all there's so many aspects of prayer. And so I'm hoping that throughout this week you will just grab a hold of a new aspect of prayer. Maybe something will challenge you and motivate you to pray more. I want us to be women of prayer. That's one thing for sure is if you are part of this show, Simply for Women, I want us to be women of prayer. So why don't you take a listen to Prayers That Change Everything. Okay. We get to talk about my favorite subject tonight, and that is prayer. And prayer changes everything. It changes everything. I used to think... When I heard the verse in Thessalonians, pray without ceasing. You remember hearing that verse, pray without ceasing, or pray continually, and I thought, that there's just no way. There's no way. I used to think that was the most ridiculous verse, and then it would bring up all these emotions. There's the, I'm a terrible prayer person. How could, you know, how could anybody pray without ceasing? I don't know how to do that. I would, I would like to do that, and then I thought, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds like a boring life. Who would want to pray continually? That would be so boring. Prayer, prayer to me seemed like that would just be no fun at all, right? Like how, how boring to spend your life in prayer. I didn't understand that pray without ceasing or pray continually is possible. It actually is possible. And there's no way we could even come close to covering how we could do that. But we're going to cover some ways that we could do that. It's really, it's a choice. It's a lifestyle. You know how you, you choose that every day you're going to brush your teeth and floss? <laughs> or maybe you're going to uh, walk every day or every for five days out of seven, you make sure that you walk or ride a bike or do something, right? That's an intentional choice. Or maybe you say every day I'm going to make sure I at least eat one vegetable, right? I'm going to eat one vegetable, maybe eat a fruit. I have to do something 
supposed to have, what, five, five a day, right? I'm going to do something healthy for myself today, right? So you have to think about prayer in the same way. This is a choice. What, what are the other choices that you make in your life? But it's, it's a choice, but it's not a chore. It's a joy. I used to think it was a choice. I knew it was a choice. And then I felt guilty because I didn't want to do it. And I thought this is going to be a chore and boring and another requirement that I'm going to fail. But it's not like that at all. Because prayer is a relationship with God. Prayer is a communication with God. Prayer is an interaction with Him. And I don't know who you have in your life that you over-communicate with. Maybe there's someone that you text with or somebody that you are checking on every week. I know for me, my sister and I, we talk either on the phone or by text or she'll even send me a, a private Instagram or Facebook message, you know, hey, have you seen this new wallpaper that's out? Or, you know, it's just constant back and forth something. Well, that's because we have a relationship. And sometimes we see each other in person. And sometimes we see each other, and it's a holiday, and it's, wow, really special. And that's how it is with God. Sometimes it's a quick message. Sometimes it's a text. Sometimes it's a long phone conversation. Sometimes it's a big holiday celebration. But it's an intimate, close, fun, exciting, healthy, wonderfully warm relationship. And he may be the only person in your life that you have that relationship with. And if, that, if that's the case, that's okay. At least you get to have something like that with God. Because that's how personal he is. And that's how much he wants to talk to you. You can be like, I'm so lonely. But you are never, ever alone. Because you have him. And even if he is your BFF, your very bestie friend in the whole wide world, that's good. And it's not boring. It's a lot of fun. And so I want to show us several ways that, that prayer, praying without ceasing, can change your life and change everything. Intentionality is key. You have to decide that you want to be a person of prayer. You have to make that decision. You have to choose it. And then you have to take some time to withdraw to a place that is yours. And Jesus modeled that. It says he withdrew, he withdrew, he withdrew, he withdrew. Everywhere he went, he was withdrawing. Why was he withdrawing? Because he had to be with the Father. He just couldn't be with the 12 and the 72 and the crowd and his parents unless he was with the Father first. Because that's what made him so special. That's what made him so dynamic and awesome because he had time with the Father. And we're just no earthly good to anyone else unless we've spent time with our Heavenly Father. So I don't know where you're going to do that, but you need your place. You need your space. And it, it may change. It could be in your car. I see all the millennials hang out in their car. I'm like, maybe they're all having a quiet time <laughs> before they pull out of the parking lot. They're in their car. But find your place. Jesus went to the mountains. Maybe your place is in nature. It says he was in lonely places. It really, you do need a place that's quiet. And that doesn't mean that this is the only time you pray or that you go there every day. John Maxwell talked about he would go to a rock in his backyard. You know, where is your place? When I was in high school, I had, we had a Cape Cod, and we had attics down both sides, and I made two prayer rooms. And, I mean, they were blazing hot <laughs> up there, but I had a beanbag chair. I would 
tape posters and scriptures, and I had my list. That was my hideaway place. Where is your place? It says in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, Rejoice always, and there's that verse, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you. You know, people are always saying, well, if it's God's will, right? (laughs) It's God's will for you to pray continually. That's one thing we know. So routines are God's time. If you have a routine, that's his time. When you brush your teeth, that's his time. When you take your shower, that's his time. When you're driving your car, that's his time. For me, I learned a long time, all routines are his time. If there's something mundane or, you know, laundry, that's his time. Cooking, that's his time. Those are times when I'm doing something fairly mindless that I can spend with him during that routine. So think about your routines and say, God, I want to give you that time. That's, a, that's just that additional extra pray continually that you can give up and give to him. I don't know about you, but I love a good routine. And if I can put God into that routine, that just is a reminder, and it'll, it'll be there forever. You're going to just be in that habit. Lifestyle choice. So maybe... Another way that you're choosing to become a person of prayer is it's in, it's in the morning, it's at the mealtime, it's in the meantime. You know, my parents are so incredible because they pray every morning together on their back screened in porch. And they pray for every one of their kids and grandkids by name. And they pray for our nation. And they do it together. And my mom said that when I was there recently, she said they used to have separate quiet times, prayer times, but they've learned that it is so much more effective and powerful for the family if they'll pray together. And so now they do that time together. I remember uh, my, it's so clearly etched in my heart and mind, getting up, I would, I'm sure my grandmother was thrilled, (laughs) I would sneak up at 5 a.m., so she was, my grandmother was an early riser, like 4.35, early, 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 and on the farm it would be dark, and you could hear the train, and there would be dew on the ground, and you could see the fog, and it just smelled good, like early morning on the farm with coffee brewing and the sound of the train. And she had this table in front of the picture window. We called it the train table because you'd stand there and look out and look for the train. And she had right by her chair her little nail kit for, to do her fingernails. And so I would sneak out. She's up trying to have her prayer time. So she had her Bible out, her coffee going, and so she would let me sit there. I had to sit quietly, and I could do my nails <laughs> while I would sit there while she prayed, and she would do her quiet time. But there's something very special about that morning time or that evening time. For Doyle's parents, it's evening time. They would be sitting in their chair in their bedroom in the evening time. So add that to your routine. There's just something about turning off the television. And once it's off, you can do it. That's the hardest step is just that, that button, just that. And then, you're, then you can get there. That's the hardest part. So what is your plan? You have to have a plan. You have to have a purpose. You have to have a heart 
for this, if you want to become a person that prays continually. So ask the Lord. Ask him for a spirit of prayer and supplication. Doyle's mom taught me that years ago. She said, Jenny, ask that God would give you a spirit, a heart to pray and to want to apply everything, want to see what to pray about, want to know what to pray about. And you can ask God for that. And if you don't have a burden or you don't want to pray, you can ask God for that. You can say, God, I'm going to be really honest with you. I have no interest in this, but I want to want to. I want to desire that. I want to long for that. I want to figure that out. So would you put within me a heart and a mind and a will to pray? And then he will give it to you. And it will begin to unravel. So that's a prayer you can begin to pray for yourself. Yes, it is. Don't you want that more prayer? Prayer changes everything. And that's what we've been listening to today. And it's going to continue all week. That was part one of five. We have a, of a long, kind of a long series on prayer, but prayer changes everything. You are, you are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer, and I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org today because I have more resources. The new book is out. There is so much. Stay with us, and we have a, a guest coming right up. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.